0: Uh-huh. What's cranking? It's your homie little mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since
1: AC Slainer, homie. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at Magrito.net.
0: Ladies and gentlemen and lowlives, thank you for checking in to another episode of Emo Brown, the podcast brought to you by Three Punk Ls, The Alwood, and Grasshopper. For all your medicinal, recreational cannabis needs, make it clack. Get 15% back. They deliver GHBuds.com. Today, I introduce you to my better half for the third time. But for the first time under what we're about to do, man, ladies and gentlemen and Mr. Mateus like Bro, welcome back. Thank you, sir. Welcome back. It's nice to have you. Don't, don't fucking get all nervous on me, dog. It's going to be a good day. We're just hanging out talking about Wax Pack Sports Cards. Wax Pack's the podcast. But before we get into that, tell me a little bit about yourself so people can remember who the fuck you are, bro.
1: I like it when you talk about me. It's, I do put you on a pedestal.
0: You are oh. a top tier Y guy in my life. I have three white dudes in my life. Um, you, my brother-in-law, and Kevin. Aside from that, <laughs> do I really need a fourth white guy? No, bro. I don't
1: I think, think I, anyone needs four white guys. And You
0: just need three, bro. Like, like fucking Uncle, Uncle Joey says, you can run a world with fucking three guys. Yeah, three,
1: three white guys. Three white guys. I need yeah.
0: Credit, and then what else? What else are you guys good for? Uh, the weather. The weather and <laughs> gardening tips brought to you by <laughs> Matthew C. Slag. No, nah, man, tell us a little bit all
1: your accolades. You're
0: a fucking killer.
1: Uh, so, uh, I own a bar. Mm. I own two bars. Mm. You might know one of them. I do. Uh, I was there yesterday. The, 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 I feel like we need to add uh, one more E to the the name. The Elwood, uh, 725 Broadway, Chula Vista, downtown, right by the mall. Pristine location. Pristine, I tell you. Absolutely amazing bar. Just perfect locals hang out. Uh, I also own Manhattan Bar, 400 Broadway. Damn, look at you, bro! Downtown Chula Vista as well. Pretty much, you own
0: the west side of Chula Vista as it relates to libations and late-night tomfoolery.
1: If you want hard liquor, mm. you gotta come see me.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a fact. Uh, you've killed it at both establishments. Killed it so much that you know we get lost in our in our nostalgia and our hobbies, which is kind of where we. Met the crossroads and we're like, hey, you know what? We should do something as it relates to what we grew up doing. And you already have a head start. With with Wax Pack Sports Cards, Maddie, you are a collector of all collectibles. As it it relates to baseball cards, uh, basketball cards. I know you got a boner for those things too. Wrestling cards, figurines, toys. What else do you collect, bro? Uh,
1: action figures. So action, oh, not
0: toys. Figures we now. don't call them. we yeah.
1: call them. <laughs> kids, kids play with toys. Men, Men collect p- oh, action my. figures.
0: My, you heard that, BJ? All right, my bad, dog. BJ's going to be in here. He's going to be filming some of the. Um, what do we call it? What is the uh, the industry term for what we're going to do?
1: Uh, ripping.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have <laughs> chimed into a nerd podcast today. But that's what we're all about. I grew up fucking collecting baseball cards when I was young. My go-to card was a 1986 Donruss Jose Canseco with a little bit of a dirt mustache that he had, and the nice little like what I thought was futuristic background for the 86 Donruss, which is like a light blue with the blue and then some like flashes of a, a different
1: shade of blue on Ra- there. Bro. Rated rookie, dude. Rated rookie.
0: I loved opening packs and getting that rated rookie, bro. Well,
1: so so this was like a this was an idea that we had before the pandemic. So we, we were convinced that. Everyone wanted to listen to you and I talk about baseball and collectibles. And I'm still
0: convinced that people want to hear us talk about shit like that.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Well, even more so now. But so so we, we did one episode, one single episode. It was like the first week of March and then the pandemic hit and everything shit out. And uh, a lot changed for a lot of people during the pandemic. And uh, one of the things I noticed is everybody dipped back into nostalgia, like hard, hard Ridiculously hard. and uh, You, the
0: hardest. Of the people that I roll with, you probably, you took the deep dive into nostalgia, bro.
1: Well, I, mean, I was always into it. You know, I was always, I've been collecting since, you know, forever. Um, I've been, uh, you know, collecting collecting cards with my dad since the 80s, uh, you know, dabbled in the comics and all that shit. And so, um, you know, I was always into it. And once the pandemic hit, you know, it went from like, a couple hours a week of free time to legitimately all we have is free time. And so we, you know, me and a lot of other people started down that rabbit hole.
0: Is it still Beckett? Is Beckett still the handheld Bible of all things baseball cards?
1: Uh, no. Dude, we used to have a Beckett
0: subscription, bro. Yeah, so
1: Beckett's still out there. That shit was
0: my Victoria's Secret, dog. Yeah,
1: so Beckett is a a price guide, Um, but there's, like, uh, people get real-time pricing now based on... So eBay is, like... uh, you know, one of the the biggest uh, you know avenues for people to buy and sell baseball cards, sports cards, collectibles now, and uh, so when you go on eBay, you can check and see what things sold for. And so, just like stock prices, right? All so right. stock prices rise and drop. You can go on and you can check three months of sales for an Aaron Judge rookie card, and it's like every time he goes two for five or two home runs or has six home runs over a two week period, you'll see prices on some of his cards increase. And so. While there is a price guy, there's effectively like so the market a, is ever evolving. Yeah, there's like a tick. It's almost like a ticker for
0: uh, we got Aaron Judge you know. rookie cards going right now for twelve dollars. Oh, somebody just sold it for thirty-five dollars. There's another one. Oh shit! So all of a sudden you see it just go up, and now it's at thirty dollars.
1: Yeah. So then you're negotiating with some asshole online, and he's like, "Hey man, the last one sold for thirty-five bucks." And you're like, "Yeah, but the last three before that sold for twelve, So fuck off. And Twenty
0: dollars. Yeah. Boom. Yeah.
1: And, and you know. And then. And then you Dude, start. that's how
0: you negotiate online? Yeah. And then fucking works?
1: Yeah. All the time. Jesus Christ. Put yeah, me so, in, coach. Know, so I can negotiate. You know, back in the day. You know, back so back in the day, how did you buy your baseball cards? Uh
0: well, I was a little bit of a nerd because I would go to uh baseball card stores. You know, there was one here in Chula Vista, one in Bonita, bro. There was one in Bonita across from Bonita Vista High School next to Roundtable. And I would go in there after middle school, Bonita Vista Middle, and Sometimes I would save the money that my parents would gave me for for, bre- for lunch or breakfast or whatever was at school, and I'd wait until Friday, and I'd have a nice wad of change. You know, I'd have like $15, $20, you know, and I'd be like, okay, I'm going in, and I'm going all in on the 89 upper deck cards. I'm going to get me as many cards as I can get, or if I needed to buy a card, which I remember distinctly buying the fucking Bo Jackson 1987 tops, whereas a future star is in like... uh the very hieroglyphic color, the yeah. The wood trim. The wood and, trim, yeah. bro. That That's like the top tier of our generation or- Oh, yeah. Yeah? Because I remember I have a shit ton of those. But those, are, that being the case, I'm sure it's not as valuable as other ones. No,
1: there's a million of those. Yeah, so Literally, those- Literally, we're still ripping packs of those today, like boxes and boxes. You can buy a whole box of those cards for like 30 bucks.
0: Baseball card shows, baseball card shops, swap meet. Those were my three go-to spots. And Swap Meet is where I feel like I had the most fun doing it. Because instead of paying like, because I had, what was it, probably $30 for a upper deck box or a, a, a Donruss box or a Fleer box, roughly. Yeah. Score box. I don't really score. I hated those cards. Those cards are lame. But I remember going to the Swap Meet and getting that same box for like $15. I was like, oh, shit. You know, it and they would have, fell off the back of a truck. It doesn't matter. It fell into my hands. <laughs> From the back for, of a for truck. For a into my, price. Hell yeah. And what I liked about there is they would also sell them individual. And that's when I learned, oh, okay. I can waste my money on that or I can build my collection on what I want. You know, give me the Bo Jacksons. I was a big Ricky Henderson fan. So I was forever chasing Ricky Henderson cards, you know. Tony
1: Gwynn or were you the only guy not collecting Tony Gwynn in San Diego?
0: <sighs> I think I may have been the only guy not. I liked Roberto Elomar. Like I wear, I remember there was a uh, here on 3rd Avenue, dude. My my fucking it's lineage you spit is on a white guy, oh, huh? I love it, dog. My lineage especially like an umpire. My lineage on 3rd Avenue is forever. I remember being like fucking 7, 8 years old and there was a card shop here on 3rd Avenue right next to uh, Chico's Bakery or it might've been in Chico's Bakery before Chico's Bakery existed. Robbie Alomar was there, bro. Roberto Alomar Jr. was there signing autographs, taking Dang. photos. Photos, mind you, in the fucking late 80s are different than a phone in your pocket. It's a whole different fellow. So it was like outlandish. There's Polaroids, you know? And I remember signing him, signing it. I'm like, oh, prized possession. I think I still have it somewhere, bro. But you know, I never took care of him. Like the way you are pristine and you know, put gloves on to rip or whatever the fucking and say a prayer before you open a package. I didn't do any of that. I would get a box and I would put them in a shoe box and pop, 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 pop separate them by team. And that was it. So my cards are worth shit now.
1: Except assuming. Well, you never know. Well, yeah, I mean, your Bo Jackson's worth about a dollar. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Why, man? Because there's- Of that era, what am I looking for? Who Who is a card that is of value?
1: Uh, well, so the, the issue with uh, cards from that era, it's all about production. And so if a card is overproduced, there's a million out there. they just, there's no value. And so that Bo Jackson, that 87 Bo Jackson with the wood border- <sighs> I mean there's there's what a card just, bro. I mean, pe- literally you will see people selling fifty of them for sixty bucks. Uh, so if you're looking for stuff that's valuable from the late 80s, it's stuff that didn't get produced a lot, like basketball cards. Um, lame s- some of the weird like non-sport stuff. Like, you know, like when, when they'd like release a movie, they would like make tops would make cards for that movie. Those are worth um, something. Garbage pail kids. Dude, I love garbage pail kids. Do garbage pail kids. Some of the earliest ones are worth a shitload of money.
0: Like Chico has been talking about, he said, oh, it's a secret, keep it under wraps. But it's been so long. It's been over a year since we talked about this, that we want to make garbage pill kids of everybody in the crew, bro, of like you or me or BJ, and oh, of everybody in the crew. And I think those would be cool little fucking I mean,
1: collectibles, bro. Those would be rad, well, you know? We, we've talked about that before, like making, making baseball cards mm-hmm. of, you know, everyone that's on yep. our team yep. or... Um, you know, we, we've done like promotional materials for the Manhattan shaped like baseball cards and hand them out. And they kill. Yeah. People like that shit. Because people love it. Because people love they're, baseball They're cards. the same. It's nostalgic, bro. It truly
0: is. So that's what we want to do Wax Pack for. Wax Pack, the podcast, is going to be a podcast where it's going to be primarily you and me. But we will have various uh, characters from the cast of comedic characters here in the Emo Brown click. You know, guys and gals alike. Because I know a lot of girls that collect as well. Like hardcore and oh, yeah. I just wanna bring them all in and we'll we'll talk about it, we'll put it on video, we'll finally get it off the ground. Waxpack the podcast has been something legitimately we had one in the tank, dude. We recorded one fucking episode and then the fucking floor fell from right underneath us. And China it was all ruined over. China ruined it all, bro. But We never listened to that episode. I know producer Abel has it somewhere locked up. And and that's probably better because I like the way that it's going to go now. It's going to be smooth. We're going to shoot the shit. There was a different dynamic that we were going to try to incorporate back then. But now it's going to be easy. It's going to be video. We're going to be ripping packs open. We're going to be talking about 80s movies, you know, because my movies are different than the movies you grew up watching because I didn't watch Predator and Alien and shit like that.
1: I still can't believe you haven't seen Predator. I've seen bits and pieces.
0: Bits and pieces, bro. But for me, it's not a nostalgia. I don't want to watch it. I've never watched Goonies. I've watched bits and pieces of Goonies. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm weird. The, the, the jaw dropped. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. You if might, the, camera, you might have heard you the might have camera heard it. Is the camera on right now, BJ? Oh, well done, sir. Look at you. Missing all this great egg. <laughs> we'll take a break and connect it later. But yeah. Um that's what that's what I feel like this is about, man. This is emo brown is one thing. Emo Brown is awesome in itself, and we talk about shit that happens currently. But I feel like Wax Pack is something we can just legitimately talk about opening, unboxing your first NES system and just kind of putting it in and falling in love with fucking Super Mario Brothers for the first time to the point where I would dream about playing Super Mario Brothers. I would dream about getting to the next level.
1: It was weird, man. I used to uh, skip school. Go ahead. In fifth grade. So, in fifth grade and in Damn, sixth grade. Damn, fool, what the fuck you guys do in Detroit? Hey, That's easy. Weird. No, but I, I would go back. I would go back. You know, but so, so me and my buddy, we had uh, an hour for uh, lunch and recess. It was like our 50 minutes total. And, and, and I, I don't know if it was an open campus or we just took it upon ourselves to leave. And so we would run to his house about six blocks away so we could play Sega Genesis for Oof. 40 minutes and then run back to school. And so we skipped recess. And we skip lunch. We would just, like, eat- a, Game you know, it up. Yeah, eat some fucking cheese at his house. And just so we could play Earthworm Jim or, you know, Sonic or whatever at his house for 40 minutes. And then Altered Beast, oh, Golden Axe. Golden Axe was Golden my Max was amazing, bro. And then we head back to
0: school. Wizards and Warriors, did you ever play that one? Oh, hell yeah. Dude, that was my jam, dog. Oh. See, we got to get that one. I, I don't want to drop his name yet because he's very particular. But I work with a dude and he um, his Instagram is like uh, my video game collection. He has every fucking game known to man. At one point he's had it and he's maybe flipped it for something. He, he's all about building his Nintendo collection, you know. And I see you doing the same thing, but with sports cards. How hard is that to do? What is your plan of attack when you're building a collection of sports cards? What is a golden, the golden, the holy grail of cards that you're looking for? All the fun stuff. So,
1: so I, I've been collecting cards since like the mid '80s. You know, me and my dad. So my dad collected when he was little. You know, and and he's in his early '70s. And so a lot of dudes that age that collected cards when they're little, riding their bikes around all day long, buying packs for five cents at the at the at the you know the mart on the corner or whatever. Um, but then every kid that age, their mom threw away their cards, and so which is why a lot of those old cards are so valuable. And so. Um, you know, we've been collecting baseball cards, basketball cards, you know, everything since the mid eighties. And, and, and so we, we do it together, you know, and then, and now me and my kids do it together, which that's is pretty great. cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, you literally, you can't collect everything. And so, you know, so, some people have a very, very narrow focus. I mean, they'll have a briefcase with their whole collection in it. Uh, my dad and I have a basement, like a literally, you know, not that anyone out here knows what's about a basement. basement. So what a basement is, it's like a, a garage that's under your house. Why is it underground? Because uh, you can. Because cause there's no water table. There's no ocean.
0: Jesus Lord. In the
1: Midwest. This is, we're talking about the Midwest. Is that how that works? Yeah. Like, we
0: can't have basements here because we're so close to the ocean? I think so. You're lying. You're creating shit up
1: right now. It's, but it sounds good, right? It, it sounded pretty legit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what about the Great Lakes? <laughs> Don't they impede the fucking yeah, topography you're, you're, of Detroit and Michigan? Yeah, but we're
1: not that close to them. Oh, man. Not, not everyone in Michigan lives next to a Great Lake. Whatever. Eight miles. Yeah. Sorry.
0: A fucking basement full of cards, bro?
1: Yeah. Millions. Why? Millions of cards.
0: Really? Yes. If you were going to put a price tag on the collection, the C-Slack collection of card collectibles, over under half a
1: million. Very close. Very close. Which side? You you just almost hit the number. Did I really? Oh, yeah. so it's 575. Yeah. Well, r- right around there.
0: Jesus Christ, man.
1: Yeah. Right, what's the end game? There's no end game. It's just keep going? Right. Because, because we don't have everything. And then even the stuff that we do have, you like it, right? Like, it's it's a it's a set that resonates with you. It's a player that resonates with you. It's, uh, you know, a, who knows what. And, and so you just keep collecting. You know, you, you have your favorite set. You know, my my dad uh, graduated college in 73, and, and he's like, these are all my favorite players. And so that was the first set he put together. And, you know, he put it together, and so now it's like he's going to put a graded set together. Or he graduated high school in 69, or... You know, I, I remember collecting Garbage Pail Kids in 86, but I started with Series 3 and Series 1 is, that, that's a $2,000 set. And really? I'm going back and buying graded copies of all those now that I have money.
0: You, you can find those? Do they, are they still in a pack?
1: You could still buy packs. No manches. Yeah, yeah. I, I hooked up uh, Justin with a pack. Yeah? Back during the pandemic, he, he, he saw an Instagram story. He was like, oh, Garbage Pail Kids. And I hooked him up with a pack.
0: A Series 1 pack?
1: No, hell no, those are I was going to say how no, much those is a, are a couple pack? hundred bucks each, but I think it was per a series pack. three pack. Those are like 8 or 9 bucks each. But, you know, and I'm sure he he could tell you, but I mean, I, and I could tell you too like when you rip stuff like that. So when you rip, rip something Look at you,
0: dog. Look at you using the jargon. Hey,
1: close your eyes, for you. so Close Close eyes. Right okay. And just look up in the up in the sky. Mm-hmm. That feeling that you had as a kid ripping open packs with all your fucking heroes in it. And so, you know, you can buy you can buy modern cards now. You can buy stuff with all today's players, but you can also buy a box of 1986 Dunross for, I don't know, 100 bucks, 36 packs, couple boxes. Wait wait, pack. wait, wait,
0: wait. You just blew my mind.
1: And you can. Dunross? Yeah. And you it's can. It's not Don Russ? Don Russ.
0: Okay, because I've been saying a Dunross since I was a lad and you just come out of fucking left field and say Dunross. That's how um, you say it?
1: I'm just excited right now. Oh, <laughs> fucking God. Um, I mean, you, you could, we could we could literally sit here and we could rip an entire box and pull Jose Canseco rookies. Mm. The, the car that you cherished more than anything 86. as a child. 86. We could just get another one. How you much know, is and,
0: that motherfucker worth right now?
1: Probably buying for five bucks. Serial? Yeah. Is, and, oh my God, bro.
0: That breaks my heart. I spent I'm so sorry. much time. And, okay. Well then take me to this place then since you already broke my heart. I'm a 43 year old man looking to start a card collection. What's the best approach? Should I even fuck around with it? What should I do?
1: Uh so 43 year old, looking good for 43. By the thank way, thank you, Papa. Yeah, go ahead. It. Um, yeah, it, it just depends on what you're looking. Like, do you are you looking for an investment? I don't know. Nah, no. Nah, nah, are you looking for fun? I think fun. Like, fun with your I'm kids. Looking, yeah, 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 yeah. Or are you looking yeah. for like?
0: Do I narrow the scope? Like, do I go for a team and build a team? Yeah, or
1: I mean, if you if you want your money to be safe, like uh, EE savings bonds, okay. buy vintage cards, <laughs> buy stuff from the fifties, stuff from the sixties, buy Hall of Famers. If you want,
0: Mickey Mantle's fucking what year card?
1: Nineteen fifty-two tops. Go ahead, nine point five graded, sold for fifty-two
0: million. Wasn't I no. tripping?
1: Twelve point six oh, million dollars. <laughs> Twelve point six million dollars for, for a for one a three card. and a half inch by two and a half inch piece oh, of cardboard.
0: My God! And I was reading that there's only three cards known currently that are better shaped than this card is right now.
1: Yeah. It's, so does that I mean, mean
0: people already have those cards? They've they, they've been like, hey, we have that card.
1: Yeah, and they're 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 locked up in safes. I mean, they're, they're, there's there's guys out there. Well, so so to answer your question. You you want to chase the highs, you wanna like you wanna like speculate like like crypto bros. Go ahead. So crypto bros love modern graded cards of like rookies. So like a Tatis numbered out of 25, a Soto numbered out of 10 autographed rookie. Those are the gets hundred thousand dollar cards. And and if Soto hits three hundred home runs in his career, has twenty five hundred hits, has a great career, that card will be worth twenty thousand dollars in twenty years. Really? If he hits seven hundred home runs, Four thousand hits, launches some epic World Series shot to bring San Diego its first title. That card is worth a quarter million dollars in twenty years.
0: Strictly based so. on nostalgia, aside from anything else, because I mean, fuck, I just have a hard time believing that cards are that much. I feel like there's no real value behind them. We are putting that value on them, well, you
1: know. Well, yeah, I mean, there's collectors and are investors, but I mean, it's I guess the 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 most the, the most similar like. Uh, uh, Thing you could kind of understand is like it's it's fine art, you know. It's like you know, (laughs) look at you, (laughs) right? Yeah, I'm like a fine art dealer, basically. Pretty
0: much, I deal in the fine arts.
1: (laughs) Well, but I mean, like cards, they serve no purpose, you know, other than to elicit an emotional an emotional reaction. They made killer
0: sounds on my spokes on my bicycle when I was growing up too. Motorcycle
1: sounds, (laughs) ASMR. It was pretty
0: fucking rad, man.
1: I mean, but they, they serve no purpose. I mean, they're, they're like fine art or other antiques that you could buy, a classic car that you would never drive. You know, it's, it's status. It's an investment. Um, it's, you know, when you are when you a filthy millionaire, like what's the difference between having 100 million and 200 million? Wouldn't you rather have 100 million and a bunch of cool shit that you can look at, you know, dick swing on people?
0: That's what you want, huh? Typical white guy, bro. I yeah, see you in a Corvette, oh, t- dog. I see you in a Corvette. You're the king of dick swing. I here? learned
1: I learned to swing my uh, dick I'm here from you, te- sir. I'm here to teach people what's up, dog. No, you're here to
0: You're from Michigan. You're from Central America. Is that how we call it? We call it Central uh, the America. Midwest. Okay, we I call believe. it the Midwest. You're from the Midwest you're from the Midwest. <laughs> Midwest. Y'all yeah, motherfuckers have a affinity for like Corvettes and shit and and just dropping dick and look what I have. That's that's card collecting, right? I mean, in a nutshell, in a nutshell. you know, I mean,
1: pe- people like to collect mm-hmm, and then they like to show off their shit. And, you know, and so that, that, that's a whole dynamic of like the, the new era of collecting, you know, with, with social media is uh, so the, there's things called breaks, which is like uh, so, so back in the day you, you would buy a whole case of cards, which was like 20 boxes of 36 packs each or 12 boxes or whatever. So nowadays people will a, a guy will buy a case, right? And he'll sell spots where you can, you know, uh, you can buy all the Padres for a certain amount of money. All the Nationals for a certain amount of money. And then and then he'll sit there and rip all the packs, like, on video, live. He's
0: creating your collection.
1: Right. And so you get all the commons and all the regular cards of your team. But if that one, like, rare autograph that popped out of that case happens to be of your player, your team you're the one that, like, wins that. So it's kind of like a... It's, it's like buying scratchers. It's like the lottery, you know? But so you, so there's breaks. People will host them online on...
0: Why haven't you done that? You have nice hands. Go ahead.
1: I do have nice hands. I,
0: I would say, like, that's, those are the kinds of hands I'd like to see ripping open packs in and, a
1: break. And do, and do I have do I have a voice for... <laughs>
0: you do have a voice for radio, bro. Look at you. So long as you're only showing your hands and just capturing your audio, you're, you're golden, bro. You're golden. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Thank
1: you, I think. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I mean so, so breaks and then rips or ripping it's like it's like ripping is like when people uh really it's just for them if they're not not for other people they rip packs online and so it's you know you just get to watch people try and pull like rare cards out of their out of their packs. Jesus Christ. It's a whole yeah, it's a whole like thing on maybe TikTok, I'm not on TikTok. Definitely Instagram. Is it real okay. stuff? Yeah.
0: I started following some dude uh on Instagram something Old dirt, some shit or other. The old, I don't know, some guy that every now and then he'll go online and he'll rip cards. But he has cool like uh, um, posts that, you know, he'll show a picture of like Tony Gwynn and then show some stats. Tony Gwynn only did this and then show a video on the next page of Tony Gwynn like actually doing it. I don't know, man. It, it, those there, are the there, kinds there, of. There's
1: a ton of. There's a ton of content. Old dirt online.
0: road or old dirt, some shit. I don't Might know, be. bro. Something like that. I but can't it's. Them all. Yeah, but they're, they're cool because they'll, they'll touch on a highlight. They'll touch on a highlight. The one I saw the other day, well, not the other day, around the All-Star break was Bo Jackson going deep in the All-Star game, like fucking right into, where was this? I think it was in Kansas City. I'm not sure, but there was a big tarp in the outfield, and he ripped one over around there. The Kansas City. And I was like, oh, wow. And, you know, that reminds me, when that game was going on, I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas, we were sitting at the Palace Station, uh, playing Afterburner because my parents were out whatever, gambling. Back in those days they would give us a roll of quarters and they'd just drop us off. in the fucking, pizza for you. Yeah, yeah. You a roll of quarters. Yeah, they so go to the fucking arcade, hang out there, and then go back up to the room. We're going to be at a show. Where, I feel like times were different then but not really. I feel like you can still probably do the same shit now. I, I let my kids run around. Yeah. I, mean,
1: uh, I have multiples.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. That, that's still a little scary. But yeah, in the late 80s, Parents would give me a roll of quarters, my sister, whatever. And then I would play Afterburner. But I remember watching up and it was the all-star game. And for me, I would record VHS, dog, every fucking all-star game. I don't know why. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I'm pretty sure they're at my parents' house somewhere. I would just record it and, and I enjoyed it. I loved the baseball. Like every major moment that happened during a baseball season, I attributed to, oh, that was going on at that time. My dad was in a car accident and shit. I don't know what year it was, but Jose Canseca was still on the A's and they were playing the um, they were playing the Chicago White Sox and it was raining at all Comiskey. And then I remember we got the phone call and my dad was in a car accident on Bonita Road. So for me, it's weird. Like those are the kinds of things, but I, I attribute that to sports, all sports. And like, right. uh, like well, what was going on when Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas? Or when Mike Tyson beat fucking uh, Michael Frazier, whatever, I, like those, those things, like my brain is automatically, it goes to that. So which is why I want to start collecting cards so the kids can be a part of it. I don't really want it as an investment thing, more of like a family like investment with the kids and like, oh yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's go buy this. Let's go buy that. Let's make it happen.
1: Well, you, and you can still buy boxes of cards now. Um, you know, just like when we were young. I mean, you could buy packs at the store, um, you know, but you can buy a box of cards. It's, you know, it's not $20 anymore, um, but you could just sit at your table and just rip packs with your kids. You know, especially if, you're, especially if your kids have that love of sports. Uh, Like we did growing up, you know, to be able to open up baseball packs and, you know, if your kids play baseball and they know those guys, like they stoke out on the modern players, you know, just like, you know, like if I brought a box of 1986 Dunross in here, we would stoke out because we remember all those Mm -hmm. players. You'd be like, oh, that's the year Luis Polonia hit 27 home runs or, you know, and and so. The
0: littlest Yankee dog, the littlest Yankee (laughs) with the hair. Jesus Lord. Oh man, so
1: curly. He was a, he was the G. He was yeah. a straight up G oh, yeah. man.
0: My team in that era that was Oakland A's. Oakland A's boy. Ricky Henderson, Carney Lansford, Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, Walt Wise, Dave Henderson, Re- all those guys. Boom boom boom. Mike Gallego, Terry Steinbach. Who See, else? I was, was,
1: I was Tigers, but mm. but my, my my team my team one B was the Reds. And the reason the Reds were my team and the nasty boys. Chris Sabo, Chris bro. fucking Sabo, yeah? and, and and I had the opportunity. Uh, to come out to San Diego on vacation. That's why. That's the big reason I moved out here. Uh, 8, 1987, My mom brought me out here, and we saw a game at the Jack Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Padres versus the Reds, and I was stoked because who was playing. was playing? Okay.
0: Eric Davis.
1: Uh, Eric Davis was there. I think Barry Larkin was on the team. Uh, maybe Kurt Stillwell. Dave Parker. Um, Dave Parker was on that squad. Was Paul
0: O'Neill still in the Reds or no?
1: I don't. Or think was he already so? with the Yankees? Uh, they had like the the. Uh, two really good pitchers, uh, Mario Soto. Okay. And was
0: Jack Clark on the Reds? No, 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 no. know no. no, the Cardinals. Cardinals, Cardinals. All those white guys look the same. I mean,
1: go ahead. You, you, think, you think people like to sit here and listen to us talk yes, about no. all these old-ass I, players? You know who does?
0: I enjoy it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> See, because, look, okay, you're a collector, but you're a collector of the, the, the fine arts as it relates to investing. So there's been some uh, situations that recently occurred that I have questions about. You went all in on Fernando Tatis during the fucking pandemic. All in, all in, bro. How many cards do you think you bought strictly of Fernando Tatis?
1: Uh, I mean, hundreds. Yeah, hundred, Jesus I mean, uh, yeah, hundred. I mean, you know, what's the
0: average cost of one Tatis card?
1: Uh, yeah, I bought one. Uh, I bought one that's his rookies, still on the White Sox and everything, uh, autographed, and I bought it for four hundred and fifty bucks before the pandemic. Uh, during the pandemic, a lot of card prices went up. This card was selling for about $4,500. Go ahead. Uh, it's probably down into like the 2000s now, uh-huh. uh, given some of the recent, recent events. Recent events. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I got a bunch of Tatis cards that are a buck, two bucks a piece. Um, I've got a few, you know, I, I've got one that's like a, a, a printing plate. And so they take the printing plates once they're done with printing the cards and they'll pack the printing plates they put in it, the packs. What? One of one. There's that only has value? One. Yeah, so there's like four. There's the black, the cyan, the magenta, the whatever the other... That Harry I don't Winkle, Marigold. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what the printer colors are. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I've got some that are you know over $1,000 and I got a bunch that are a buck or two each and, and I'm sure they're all down right now. Do
0: those kinds of effects, events affect the card value then? Like, you know, Tatis getting popped for PEDs. You know, obviously, it's a big deal for fucking the team, the franchise, baseball as a whole. But does it trickle down, economically speaking? Did it it trickle mean, it, down. It the is
1: one hundred percent like the stock market. Yeah. So like, when when you read about you know a, a BP oil spill, and then all of a sudden you see their stock down fourteen percent in three days. You know, when somebody says something stupid on Facebook, or or they do something controversial, and you see their stock down, or you know, a, a, a company reports down earnings, or their their CEO gets caught with his dick. Yeah, somewhere that's not supposed to be. You can say be. Dick, bro. You can say Dick. Well, there you go. You I it. was going to say something after that too, but, but. just something inappropriate. But <laughs> we'll, just, we'll move on. Um, you know, it affects the stock price. You know, and it's the same thing. You know, if a player slumps, it might it might affect it a little bit, or it might just soften the market a little bit. But then, you know, dude hits his wife, or you know. Some idiot chokes out some chick in L.A. I mean, damn, it, bro, why you
0: got to do him like oh, that, dog? Oh.
1: I got a few of his cards. They're not worth much right now. They're not. At what point were they worth anything? <laughs> I mean, when he was like about to win a Cy Young, he won a Cy Young, yeah, didn't he? yeah, yeah, 2019, he yeah, yeah. the year before the, the year
0: pandemic, before right? the pandemic, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: Cy then... Young award winner, chick choker, mm-hmm. formerly of the MLB. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, he's never coming back, right? Probably not. No, Is do he you think something like that for, can happen to Tatis? Uh, uh, Does this kind of fucking thing end a career for
1: him? It sounds corny, but you know it all. It all depends on what happens next.
0: Yeah. What do you think of his little fucking uh, press conference? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Or whatever. Totally prepared, but I feel like he he did the right thing by reading it. He fucking he broke himself down to a little nub,
1: bro. I mean, he has to. He yeah. has to humble himself because yeah. he's a cocky fucking idiot. Oh man. I hate
0: it, but. I'm just looking forward to the day where it's going to be fucking Tatis, Soto, and Machalo. Two, three, you four, imagine. bro. I, that's all I fucking can do. I can't do anything but imagine that.
1: But I, then you don't geez. say worth five. Kronoworth
0: yeah, fell off the fucking map, bro. Ah. You know, he's like cryptocurrency. That fucking went. He you hey. thought he was to the moon and then. <laughs> Still playing good defense. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's how we win games, apparently, you know? Yeah. Shit, I mean, bro. Do we win games? No, we have been we're, we're, a few die. lately. It hurts. The it's... Padres. They. They. See, you're new to this shit, bro. You're from the Midwest, Central America. I've been here in San Diego through all of it. I've had two winning fucking legitimate shots at the title, two times to get a chip. We didn't do shit against the Tigers, you know. No. Y- your team, you know, and I was still. Right, too I was young. four. You were, you were yeah. five years old. I was still too young, but but I was there, dog. There's pictures of me wearing fucking 1984 gear. I don't. I didn't go to the World Series. I think my dad did, but I went to that season. You know, I was there watching my team play. Then the '98 team. '98 team, I remember, was very very vivid. It was like, oh wow, we're going to fucking do it. You know, this team. This team is built. This team is solid. What do we got? We got fucking uh, Greg Vaughn, Steve Finley, Ken Caminiti. No, Mom is like, this is a legit squad. And then, of course, you
1: know. So to answer your question, will people forgive Tatis for doing steroids? Mm. Greg Vaughn. Oh, man. Ken Caminiti. Oh, man. Steve Finley. Wally Joiner is probably juicing at yeah, that well, time. I, I,
0: he lost his hair because of the juice, bro. Oh, boy, no, Mom is. <laughs> no, Mom is. Wait. But yeah, man, those are the teams. I, I ride or die with my team. So then when I see, like, something like that, it's a gut punch when Tatis gets caught. And you know, there's, there's different, you know, circumstances for why he did it and and when you see the whole scenario, it's like, what a weenie though. Like, use some outdated type of over-the-counter drug. If you really wanted to cheat and get away with it, like, there's things he could have used to mask right. it. So everyone's like calling them. Well, maybe he didn't know. And I get it. So I, to a point, a part of me still thinks he's an innocent, like 16, 17 year old kid that's coming up this, through the system. And then I'm like, nah, but this dude's 23 with fucking 340. So in maybe the he's bank. not a
1: cheater, right? Yeah. But he's an idiot. Yeah. And what's worse? I, being an idiot. Yeah. Because you can,
0: if you're a cheater, once you get caught, At least I feel you're trying like, to you're, win. Yeah. like if you're, you're hungry. An idiot, yeah. you're an idiot, is like, oh, I guess I'll fucking do this. Oh, ringworm on my neck. I'm a barber. Yeah, from this no, dreadlocks, Damn, bro. Fuck. Let's rip some cards, dog. I want to rip some cards. I want to rip some cards. I just keep seeing that box over there.
1: So you want to rip this, or you want to see what's in this box? Oh, why don't? Why not do both? So, so I, I picked this box up, say, from the post office. I it needed a signature, so I I bought this stack of cards off a dude online, uh, <laughs> like like a week ago, and they showed up today. <laughs> You're fucking weird, bro
0: oh man you do this on eBay or daily? weekly? how often are you on there like satisfying this Faith, fucking um,
1: yeah I mean I Facebook there's Facebook groups dedicated oh strictly to buying and selling cards you do this shit my partner yes. at a fucking business is, is after hours not when is re- reinvesting his
0: earnings oh man yes. yeah that's how you see it huh that's, a, that's pretty much you, you, you approach it like it's very much as like an investment then yeah that's awesome fuck that's that... you didn't answer me is it hard for me to start a collection now
1: it's easy. You Go just got to figure out like, what do you want to do? Like you want you want it to be something that you can pass down to your kids that's worth money? Uh-huh. Do you want it to be something you can enjoy with your kids today? Which
0: is worth more than money. Creating Sometimes, a memory. Sometimes, yes. Creating a memory, Matthew. It's not yeah. all about money, my business-minded friend. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> or or do you want to like day trade, you know, and, and speculate on crypto? No, I don't like want to I don't want to do that. Like, because, because there's people out there that spent, Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on Zion Williamson rookie cards that spent thousands of dollars on Tatis rookie cards, on Wander Francos. And it, you know. And, and they're just
0: holding on to them, hoarding them? Right.
1: They're, they're hoping that these guys become, you know, guys that are in the discussion with Ted Williams or Mickey or Mickey Mannell or Willie Mays and and, you know. So I prefer to just buy. Ted Williams and Willie Mays cards. Skip the middleman and, 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 and go straight and, to and the just, top, and and leave the speculating to, to to the other guys. Because th- what is Willie Mays going to do that's going to uh, affect his legacy at this point?
0: Nothing. I believe he's no longer with us.
1: He's still with us, barely. He's oh yeah, barely hanging on. But what is Hank Aaron going to do? Nothing. He's no. done. Jesus Christ. Unless like something. This comes hurts, out.
0: bro. You're just you're turning my heroes into commodities. You're turning into the people that I like grew up watching and just like it's like yeah, he's not worth much right now. Like Jesus Christ, it's worth more than money, Matthew.
1: Now, if you get those cards, great. So grading, <laughs> grading, so <laughs> yeah. grading's the whole thing. And I don't even want to get. I don't. I'm not a fan of grading, but, but so I like, need to know about it. Right. So like, both this Bo Jackson card that you're sad about, mm. this wood grain 1987 tops mm. Bo Jackson that you can buy for a dollar now, probably less than a dollar if you really wanted to. You get that graded at a ten. So there's companies out there that will take your cards, will put them under a microscope, check for any imperfections, and if they're perfect. They will grade it a 10, and it becomes worth more money than one that's graded a 9. So that $1
0: card all of a sudden graded 10 is now worth?
1: You you pay a company $30, and they'll turn your $1 perfectly centered, perfectly cornered card into a $150 card. Really? Yeah.
0: And people are out there buying it? Yeah. Call me silly, but I think I'll take my chances with a dollar card.
1: I uh, Stick with a dollar card. Yeah? And just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, because if you drop it, then you don't feel bad. Fuck, or- oh, man. How
0: much? How much did you spend over the fucking pandemic, bro? Because you told me about one card that you bought. What the fuck is that card? Was it the Willie Mays card?
1: No, Bill Russell rookie. You
0: brought okay. Yeah, I remember you brought that one. That was your dad's uh, holy so yeah, grail so I, card. Yeah,
1: I, well, so I, yeah. So that's you know one of my dad's heroes. So I bought my dad a 1957 tops basketball complete set. Bob Cousy rookie, Bill Russell rookie, a few other guys in there. It's only like 80 cards. The set cost $15,000. Jesus Christ. I drove bro. up to Long Beach. I met a dude from Texas. <laughs> you meet a lot of dudes in this industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we just like, you know, exchanged money for cardboard. Mm-hmm. It's not weird. It's not Very weird. weird. Right.
0: You, you keep telling yourself. Yeah, so yourself drove all the way up
1: to Long Beach because he had flown in from Texas to Long Beach for uh, some conference, uh, brought the cards with him. The whole story of how he got him was a trip too. It was like he had... Um, befriended a fraternity brother from his fraternity that had been in that same fraternity maybe 30 years before, grew up in Boston, bought these cards himself at like, you know, the, 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 the five and dime or whatever they called that shit back in the day. And uh,
0: Racist is what you called those days. Go ahead.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, this story is, we're gonna, we're gonna flesh this whole thing out. So so this they befriend each other. This guy is getting older, doesn't have kids, or his kids don't give a shit, or he doesn't like his kids. And so he gives this guy, his name is Carlos, this set. And he's not much of a card collector, and so he's looking to sell it. And that's that's where I come in. But uh, along with this set is a, a one-page piece of paper. And it, the guy wrote it up. He's like, hey, this is what I think this set is worth based on I saw some people selling it. I saw this and that. and it And it talks about the cards and how... He's like, yeah, I bought all these cards myself. I bought them at the store. Um, you know, I was a huge Celtics fan back in the day. Um, you know, I love the old school players before they started playing monkey ball. And it oh said that God. right on this piece of paper that I acquired with this set. So it's like this interesting provenance it's, it's, of it's the racist. old Boston, that own Boston is racist that owns these cards. All of Boston is I've racist. I've never been the to whole- Boston. City is racist. I've
0: always wondered why they call it Bean Town. Yeah, Jesus the whole Christ, racist. bro. Bean Town yeah. makes a lot more sense now. I still want to go. I want to go to Fenway. I've never been there. No, I've been you. to
1: uh, Wrigley, but not to Fenway. Wax
0: pack, fucking podcast trip to Fenway next year, bro. We'll it. catch a game. We'll we'll rip some cards. Rip some packs.
1: There, there, there's there's uh, there's Instagram accounts that are like you know breaking and ripping accounts that like I, I there's one called Padres Breaks, um, and, and they're local. I think they're actually down here in uh, South Bay, but also it's it's a, a guy and his son, and I'll see, uh, they'll, they'll take boxes to the stadium, watch games, and they'll rip packs during the game. That seems like overload, bro. It's like, <laughs> is that too much baseball? Like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> right? no, it's like, oh! Right? No, man, but it,
0: it is fun. It, it, it's amazing the things. Like, you were telling me earlier about Clint, Justin, hitting you up to get him some fucking garbage pail kids. There's no need in a 43, 44-year-old man to reach out to another forty-plus year old man and say, "Hey, man, I really want to get a ha- my hands on an old-school vintage garbage bale kids pack." You made it happen, Fucker, I, I, I could. Assume, I remember you giving it to him. I remember him having it. I remember him <laughs> having it. And had a fucking grin from ear to ear, man.
1: Well, You're making like the, this like happen. The weed dealer, like we don't have. Nobody has a weed dealer anymore, right? Yeah, you know, just go to the store. This episode brought to you by Grasshopper.
0: For all your... Medicinal recreational cannabis needs. Damn, you know that, huh?
1: Uh, I don't know. I was actually impressed. I thought you were reading it off your phone. Go ahead. When we started, but yeah. you, you just know that by heart, huh? Uh, I'm,
0: I'm, kinda, yeah, know, I'm kind of, assault. you know, kind of
1: a swan. You impressed me. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're such a uh, dumbass. But yeah, but you know, it's... But uh, like I said, at the beginning of this, the, the I think the nostalgia piece, especially for people of our generation, uh, I, we're right in that, 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 that wheelhouse where like... Uh, I mean, just everything that came out was cool. Like Everything that was produced for us as consumers, as little kids in the 80s and early 90s, was cool as hell.
0: And it's valuable. Yes. The He-Man collection. There was another collection, the Bionic Commando collection. The fucking Thundercats.
1: Well, the the, the toys that came all out of in those the 80s things. and the 90s were the coolest toys. And now you've got dudes that derived all of their happiness for a decade of their life off of these toys... And now they are 35, 45 years old with a ton of discretionary income. And what made you the happiest in your life? Playing with your fucking Thundercats. And so, and, and, and not even playing with their Thundercats. You remember that one day that you got the flu, you stayed home sick, you felt bad. Your mom left work early, came home, made you soup you know, rubbed your head. What is Maybe this, okay. it, Day Off? Yeah, the fuck? and then felt so bad for you that she took you to the store, bought you Lionel, you came home, you ripped that motherfucker out of the package, and it was the That's happiest. not my mama, motherfucker. I'll tell you that shit. That's well, not my mom, but I'll go ahead. Well, I'll my let mama you, loved you, me. Yeah, so. I'll go ahead
0: and let you finish your little fucking fairy tale story about your mom. Go ahead.
1: And, and that was the happiest day of your life, right? Like, you remem- 30 years later, you remember that day. And so, I mean, you could go buy a busted up Lionel for 30 bucks or 50 bucks, or you could spend 1,500 bucks- and buy a beautiful, perfect Lionel still in the package, just like you remember, with the Toys R Us sticker on it and everything. And you could bring that home. And and for guys like you and I, I mean, fifteen hundred is not nothing, but like it's there.
0: Jesus Christ, what what are you saying, I, what, You is, got
1: money, Graf, okay, Grasshopper baby.
0: For all your medicinal recreational cannabis needs, BJ Jesbara.
1: You know, and, and so you're you're trying to you're trying to replicate this emotion this feeling that you had and th- that's that's nostalgia
0: that's called chasing a high
1: yeah motherfucker <laughs> your nostalgia also a addiction yeah but people Go will ahead. Not, people will not lace your thundercat with fentanyl oh, so man. you don't have to worry
0: do you eat the gum in these old school vintage packs so Next week, Go ahead. I'll bring some old packs, Ooh. and we can eat the gum. What up, Justin? You're going to join us and rip some packs? We're going to get in and fucking just rip some packs and have that gum, bro. Eat that gum? Because that that dude is a card collector. Yeah, I remember him like,
1: oh, I got some cards, and dude, I can drop they, them. him uh, and Caesar. They they rolled in into Manhattan. It was like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, and uh, we started talking about cards, and it was just like, I'm sure they were like, dude, we asked. We, all we said was like, hey, like, you buying anything cool lately? <laughs> and like I lit up like a little kid at Christmas. I would not shut up, and these okay, guys were things both white people.
0: Like, say for five hundred, Alec. <laughs>
1: what, like a kid at Christmas? No. Uh, have you bought anything cool lately? <laughs> yeah, but these dudes were just staring at me like this is so cool. Like this guy's talking about all this cool yeah. shit. And so, dude, you have a lot of cool shit in your office, in the
0: Manhattan office specifically.
1: You have a lot of cool shit in Star there. Star Wars, yes,
0: yeah, Star Wars memorabilia,
1: all of that shit. We'll need to take a uh, Emo Brown field trip to my garage. What's in the garage? Cards, toys. I got a lot of G.I. Joe's. We can play play G.I. Joe if you want, or we can just look at all the ones that are in packages still.
0: How did you get your friends to play with you when you were younger? Like that phone call. Walk me through that phone call. Go ahead.
1: No, this is exactly how it went. Yeah? Because I didn't have any friends.
0: OMG. That's why you have a
1: basement full of fucking... Toys. Oh, I'm sorry. I I would action
0: figures. Action figures.
1: (laughs) I would I would take like I had like fifty G.I. Joes, right? I would take the ten coolest. I'd give them all the coolest accessories, like out of from all the guys. Like hook those dudes up, right? And then the other 40 would just get the scraps and the leftovers. And then like you set up the 40, they got their base. It's like the couch and the coffee table or whatever. You throw a blanket on there. Use your imagination. That's what we did as kids. Uh, And then you take the ten dudes that were the coolest, you give them all the coolest vehicles, and they rampage through all the other dudes and end victorious. And you don't have to worry about what your little asshole friend wants to do. You don't have to, like, share. You don't have to play nice. All you have to do is just use your imagination and have fun. So friends were overrated. Loser! Go ahead. (laughs) I mean, Legend of Zelda was a one-player game. Go ahead, bro. Damn. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! One-player game. I read...
0: That it's always been a two-player game. I'm going to send you that link. Apparently, like they said, Ed, did you know that your favorite boxing game is actually a two-player game? Dang. I know. And, I, and, and, you know, ADD being the motherfucker that it is, I just went on to fucking Bad Bunny made out with some dude or whatever, whatever the, floor, the next headline is. And I'm like, I need to go back and see what's up with Mike Tyson. That's two-fucking-player game? Who's Bad Bunny? Exactly. That's what I'm saying, bro. I remember to this day being fucking nine years old on my ninth birthday and waiting for my mom and dad to come home from work and I'm at and it was my birthday and I'm just waiting there, bro. What do you want for your birthday? I was like, I know exactly what I want. I want RBI baseball. We're gonna go get it at the fucking GameStop or whatever it was called back in the day. KB Toys at Plaza
1: Bonita. I was like, I'm gonna Funco Land.
0: I don't know about that one.
1: No. Nah, bro. Funko Land was our GameStop that it was like used games. This back fuck in. is from
0: Central America, though, bro. He's from Detroit. So, I mean, they they, they, they drink. What do you got? Drink Fago? What, what do you guys drink over there? They drink
1: Fago. Whoop whoop.
0: No, right there it is. I don't yeah. know.
1: No. <laughs> nope, dude. You're talking you, you to Chill of Estonians. clowns?
0: No, bro. You're talking to Chill of Estonians, hey, no, bro. No ICP? Zero. Zero. Oh, man. No? Jesus Christ. And I get there and I go and I get that video game. Going to the, the video game store or the toy store. That was it, bro. There was nothing better than that at go, that age. Go, going
1: to Toys R Us and you would pull the like little tab, the little paper yeah, off of the, like. Yeah. they had a picture of the cartridge yep. and then like 30 copies of the paper mm-hmm. and you pulled one it's like, I and want then you this. went and then you'd walk over and they would unlock it yeah, from the case. Yeah, oh man. Like, I mean, yeah. that was like, you're unlocking my dreams right yeah, now. That was it, bro. That's like They're, a Whitney Houston oh, song, I think. Man. I think we
0: can take this thing to many different levels. We, we, we can play the video games here. We can rip the cards here. We can, Dude, this is our little Pee Wee's Playhouse. We here, can bro.
1: cry about the Padres here. Oh, man. It's safe be, space.
0: Listen, the Padres will make the playoffs. Oh, yes. They will break our hearts in the playoffs because it's, you know, like one of my buddies say, it's the hope that kills you. We're going to get to the playoffs. We're going to go on a run and be like, holy shit. We can make it happen. This could actually happen. Done. The Dodgers are going to come and just... Do whatever the Dodgers do to us always. So long as it's the Dodgers. I don't want to get to the playoffs and then fucking lose to the Cardinals. We've no, I've read fu- that no. chapter. I've read that chapter already. I don't want to get to the playoffs and then fucking lose to the Mets. No. Like, I don't want any of that. If I'm going to lose, it better be to the fucking Dodgers or it better be in the World Series. Because until we are capable of owning the Dodgers, that's where I'll be like, all right, I'm on to the next team. But right now, the the Goliath in in, in our fucking in our rearview mirror, well, fuck, not even the rearview view. Standing right in front of us is the Dodgers, bro.
1: Standing behind us, rubbing our hair. They're everywhere, bro. shoulder massage.
0: Everywhere I look, it's like, oh, hey, here I am. Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, oh. Although Walker Bueller just got some fucking bad news, bro. He died, didn't bro, he? Bro, Walker Bueller, no. Well, his arm did. Professionally speaking. <laughs> Professionally speaking, maybe, man. When you hear Dr. Andrews, forearm tightness, and a pitcher, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but th-
1: th- that's... That just that just means a vacation. Oh, it wasn't even
0: Walker Bueller. It was a Walker Bueller and a whole different injury, but it was the Tony Gondlinson, bro.
1: Oh, he got it too? He
0: got it too, bro. Dang, you yeah. think it's contagious? It might be, man. We're kissing? That's, I mean, I call it the Trevor Bauer effect, you know? 60 game worlds The 60-game tournament isn't a World Series. I think oh. we know this.
1: That's the easiest way to trigger a Dodger fan. Oh, bro. Or tell him, hey, what's up with our rivalry? It's not a rivalry.
0: It's not the rival. Our rivals are the Giants. <laughs> our team is the Giants. Or it's a sixty-game tournament that uh, your team was also Our rivals in. are
1: American League teams in the yeah. World Series. Jesus Christ, bro! Yeah. Let's rip some cards. Let's do it.
0: Hey, hell yeah! Man, I'm excited to rip some cards, dog. Rip it. I've never, I've never ripped a pack like with like this. Like it's in right. This,
1: Fucking scenario for an know? audience.
0: Yeah, I usually just open them and like, I'm like, oh, this is
1: awesome. I mean, I, I haven't either, other than just you know sitting around the, the table with the family and 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 ripping. Walk me through what we're opening right now. So we are opening a box of 2021 Topps Chrome Platinum Anniversary. Uh, it is a set that uh, replicates the look of 1952 Topps, uh, which is where that iconic uh, Mickey rookie Mick. card came from. Well, actually, that's not his rookie. He, he has a 51 uh, Bowman. But uh, the Fifty Two Tops was short printed. Uh, There's like stories how they dumped them in the 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 river, like because production. It was a late series card. Football season started. They had a bunch of them that they didn't sell, and so they just literally threw them in the river. Gone. No way. Fish food. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of like the most iconic card of the hobby. Um, And so all these cards are going to look like that year. But there's a bunch of modern players, um, and then a bunch of Hall of Famers and stuff too. So it's a cool little set. Uh, no big rookies in it, but there's you can pull uh parallel cards. A parallel card is like a different color of the same card with like a serial we're number we fucking playing on Uno. It. What are we doing here, bro? Dude, what are we doing here? It. We are nerding out is what we're doing.
0: How much does this box of Topps Chrome 2021 go for?
1: This is a mega box of these, sounds big, but it's the smaller version, Uh nine packs, four cards a pack. Uh You can get these at a Target if you're lucky. Uh, And this box costs 50 or 60 bucks a piece. So like a buck 50 a card. Can you order these on eBay? Uh, eBay. uh, Sometimes you can find them on Target or Walmart online. That's
0: the move. If you're going to buy boxes like this, just get them on on Target and stuff. I mean, if you're scared
1: of human interaction, then yes, just buy your shit online.
0: All right. Well, let's get to ripping there, fella.
1: Rip it. Uh, For all you geeks that want to see this, we'll be posting this later on,
0: probably on our YouTube channel. Um, this is mad with the uh, professional ripping of cards. Oh my god, how exciting!
1: This, this is. I'm popping my cherry doing this in front of. Go ahead, I've, an been, audience. Even, I've been wanting you to do this for a while, only because I know you're all about it, man. I know how excited you get about like your collectibles and stuff. I like Let's how see. you say it because you're all about it. You know you are so down, dude. This is awesome. Yeah, it's like Christmas. Look at me.
0: Don't mind me just taking pictures. All right, dude, go ahead. Do the uh, the honorary so, ripping so, of the first
1: card. So, it, and it, if you're in this hobby, like you'll see people ripping these online, and they rip it like a specific way where like they can't see the cards as they open it. They wear like latex gloves and shit. Really? Well, yeah, because some of these boxes cost a thousand, two, three thousand dollars a piece. They're hunting like quarter million dollar cards. Motherfucker, you spent fifteen thousand dollars on a set, an
0: eighty card set, a racist card set. Jesus Christ, you're over here belittling a $1.25 per card. Hey, go ahead. All right. Dig in. All Dig right in. So We just get ASMR. some more this. Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh Mine shiny I have a shiny card they're, they're all shiny. Okay, Tom Glavin Tom Glavin. Oh, yeah So there's like old-school players and then there's like modern players so you can see we can we can flash in this little camera here nice well, Steve Garvey Oh, and here's the heartbreaker. Go ahead. Here's the heartbreaker. It better not be a Dodger. You son of a...
0: Nice. Hey, that's a good-looking card, man. I know, dude. Hey. James Caprillion. Who's that?
1: Scrub. Yeah? Yeah. Is this a tosser? Pretty much. So... Oh, that poor guy. Hey, so I've got... Uh, I got my kids trained, so we open cards, right? Uh-huh. And, and my six-year-old, he's like... He puts his cards in a binder, and we go through, and he'll be like, Oh, look, uh, you know, Tom was sorta. Dad, this card is garbage. It's Get a, it. It's a Dodger. What's Perritos? Oh, man. That's right, man. I'm a good dad. Julian Merriweather. Who? You all right? I might need him for the set. Don't throw him on the ground.
0: There you go. We'll Jorge keep him. Mateo. Oh, man. Oh, bro. He's killing it with the Orioles right now. With his, like, Dude. Two, 212 average? Uh, No, sir. I'll have you know he's actually doing really well. Uh, okay, whatever. It's hanging in there. Mark Melanson, bro, the shark as a brave, as a brave, formerly of the Padres, now of the who's he with? He was with the, the Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks. Yeah, the
1: Diamondbacks. I don't think. look, don't look
0: at Barry, just That dude loves nothing, bro. No. You know, not nothing that, about not, baseball, not, bro. Not, not
1: contributing to the baseball.
0: Killer dad, horrible. Anything else as it relates to fucking baseball or whatever? All right, that's the first hey. card. Anything good in there? Nothing. Nothing. Cesar Fernandez, Cesar Hernandez, not seat number five. Cesar Hernandez. Hey, it's, hey,
1: it's all the same,
0: right? <laughs> Damn, no, my racist friend. It's not all the same, but by all means, keep going. Dig yourself in this racist hole. There was nothing. You, know, you only read one I nothing. card? No, I, oh, I got Glaber Torres. Okay, hey, so wait, so when you rip a card, do you only r- like reveal the good ones? Uh, or do you go like each card? Like No, r- r- so
1: so so what people do is they have their camera fixed like directly onto where their hands are. So like, they'll, they'll sit there like this, and just flip the cards so people can look at the fucking cards. As such, go ahead. And, and but like they, but the cameras like closer. Go- yeah, yeah. So like the ca- the cameras like GoPro style, like on their chest basically, or no they way. have it they have it set up, and so they can read the cards while the camera sees the cards. And then uh, and then all these fucking douchebags. It's like they'll be they'll be uh, they'll bro. Be, you they'll, w- they'll- you
0: want to be that douchebag, dog? <sighs> You're so wanting to be that guy. So
1: they'll they'll, <laughs> they'll sit there and they'll rip and they'll pull a card and put it to the back. Pull a card, pull it to the back, and then it's like they'll hit that like big card, and they'll be like, Pedro Mahoes, Pedro Mahoes, really out of one. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's in, like they get so excited. Oh, man. Oh, man. Look but, at you. Do you want yeah. that for? <laughs> I, I would be like, oh, that's cool. Uh, Ching Ming Wang? I,
0: Anybody? Ching Ming Wang. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No. S- speaking of racist, what? That's his name. But you said it with an accent. I'm fucking I'm Mexican. That's my <laughs> only fucking accent. No, you didn't say it with a Mexican accent. <laughs> oh, oh, well, what's his name? Chin Min Wang. Oh, I'm sorry. Not, Central America. Uh, Chin, Chin Min Wang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't say that. How about this? <clears throat> this is more my native tongue. Juan Marichal. Ooh, that's a good one. Is that a good one? What do we do with this? Just put it in the pile. Yeah? No, don't throw it like that. All right. Come on. Was that disrespectful to that last guy? Yeah. Good. Fuck him. Juan Marichal, many of you remember of his, 19, uh, his 1973 uh, season where he won 11 games and lost. How's this guy a World Series guy? Or a uh, Hall of Fame inductee? Dude,
1: things are different back then. Oh, man. Hey, dig this. Go ahead. Lance McCullers
0: Jr. Ooh, I remember Lance McCullers Sr. How about Adre. this? How about this? How about this? Dave Concepcion. I'm over here pulling winners. Yeah. I got nothing. Look Wh- it. Wh- the Big Red Machine. Maybe if you remember the shortstop era of the 70s, uh, he led all of them. 529 RBIs during that decade.
1: Whit Merrifield.
0: Oh, I remember Not he was me. a highly touted. A uh, trade candidate for the last three seasons.
1: Uh, now he's like a, 34. A doubles machine, mm. as they like to call it, uh, got on base a lot. Oh, this one might uh, give you a little bit of a Woody. Oh, a Tiger, we got a Tiger
0: Spencer. Turned wasn't he the rookie? The no, he's not the rookie. Am I tripping? Yeah, it's not who I
1: thought it was. I've been I've been out here so long that I don't even know what's going on with the Tiger. That's anymore. not your team
0: anymore. No. Chinman Wang.
1: Better. So, who's our top card so far? I
0: want to say maybe Juan Marshall, Probably, yeah. bro, and then followed by my uh, Dave Concepcion. Go ahead.
1: Ooh, I like that. Do it. ASMR. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey. So we're hunting autographs. So like, hunting. There's, out- there's not a guaranteed autograph, but there's you, autographs on there. But you no, mean but like, like legit, real, okay. like signed with a sharpie by these dudes? No way. And it's crazy. I I, I pulled an Orlando Cepeda one uh-huh. uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you can tell he's getting old by the signature.
0: So that was a real signature?
1: and it was like How much are those worth, fool? It depends on the guy. Five Orlando bucks. Cepeda. Five, five, Caesar Herd Hernandez. And these, three, three bucks, five bucks. You know, Juan Marshall, maybe fifty bucks.
0: I'm telling you, man, we're in the wrong business. Uh Rugnet Odor, him of the famous right cross
1: on Joey Bat's chin. That's right. Dude, that's a hard name to, to pronounce. And I got it. I think so, but I'm only guessing. Rugner Odor. Rugnet hey, So, Rugnerador. so as as fun as that fracas was, fracas he had 30 right?
0: Thirty home runs in 2019, bro. What
1: what, what is the what is the? Uh, he looks
0: like one of my cousins. He looks like one of my little douchebag cousins.
1: Oh yeah, he looks like <laughs> he looks like Jesus Morocito. There you go, Jesus <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fisherman. <laughs> hey, so so the greatest fight in Major League Baseball history.
0: Uh, Nolan Ryan whooping Robin Ventura's yeah, ass. is,
1: is uh, calling it a fight is a stretch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so fight. Fuck. Who's
0: the dude? Ass whooped. Yeah, the dude who dropped the bunt after he got thrown behind his back. He dropped the bunt specifically to draw the pitcher in so he can whoop the pitcher's ass. I don't remember. No, I'm going to have to find it. Yeah.
1: I, I, I remember the one where uh, Tommy Lasorda, was mm-hmm. it Tommy Lasorda or was it? No, it was Don Zimmer. Was Oh, like, El Wapo just down.
0: dropped him, bro. Fucking Pedro Martinez grabbed him by his fucking cranium. He looked lost. And just threw him on the ground. He looked disoriented. Big ups to Pedro Martinez, bro. I'll drop a fucking eighty-year-old white man if he talks shit too. I was like, SUS! I look out on him. He, he ate shit. He, never, he was never the same.
1: He was never the same after that. <laughs> hey, you know what else wasn't the same? Uh, Pedro Martinez' hairline.
0: Hey, you leave that. Hey, leave that guy alone, bro. That guy's a legend. World Series, fucking MVP, pinchy Hall of Famer.
1: Ugh, oh, my go-to pitcher. Hey, that's another one. of Your cousin's right there, Eddie Rosario, ladies Eddie and gentlemen. Look Rosario. at him. Rosario,
0: not to be confused with Antonio Sensatella. What? Sensatella. Venezuela's finest. Ian Kennedy. Former Padre. Highly touted Yankees prospect. And a
1: diamondback. He was part of the Scherzer deal. He was. Damn, imagine. Damn. Jeff Samarja.
0: Samarja. Oh, this one's different colors.
1: What does that mean? Yeah, I got one too. I got Don Drysdale. All
0: right. Maybe you're on top now. You are on top with that card. Blue
1: border. I think it's like a parallel. They're probably worth a little bit more money.
0: Okay. 164 of 199. So yeah. there's only 199 of these made. Yes. All right. This guy's
1: in that color, but then there's like Zach other colors. Gallen, Zach Gallon. Zach oh, Gallon. That guy's usually good for you know? six runs over four and a third.
0: He says, Willie Castro. Sorry, bud. Don't know much about you. Open. This is the last one.
1: Get it. Oh, here. I got another one for you oh, over there. There it is. Look at us.
0: Sharing,
1: sharing is carrying. We're over
0: here ripping, dog. We're over here ripping. Strictly ripping. I want to see what's in that famous box of yours, man. Whitey Ford. Ooh. Okay
1: that that might be the top
0: yeah oh. i see your whitey ford look, ooh and I, raise and raise me i see your whitey ford and i'll raise you i mean if the majors re- retires your number as a whole i'm pretty sure that's a big deal ladies and gentlemen that's right jackie robinson ooh. bro look at that go ahead look at those little grubby hands i go yeah i want it. i want that one quickly followed by Tarek scuball i'm sorry who sounds like uh, a a sponsor of the show
1: Hold, hold the phone. Go ahead. Oh, wait. I just got two whiteys in uh-huh. one pack. Herzog. Whitey, Herzog, and, Ford. and Ford. I feel like that is uh a...
0: three whiteies if you count your nasty hands.
1: Hey, and Chris Paddock.
0: No, the sheriff, the sheriff. with the, the Padres. The sheriff. Oh, just out of respect, we gotta rip that motherfucker
1: in half. I collect kit Chris Paddock. Cards. Do you really? I love Chris <laughs> Paddock. The sheriff. Shocker. I defend that motherfucker. Breaking news. <laughs> Whitey Herzog and Jojo Romero. I like Jojo Scrub. Romero. Yeah, but Scrub. Shannon Stewart. Quick. I
0: have all of the Blue Jays, bro. Followed by a Tom Hatch. Tom Hatch. You might remember him from. Uh, you may never remember him. Probably not. Ooh, that's the magic I remember, one. I
1: remember Tom Hankey.
0: Get that one, dog. That's, right.
1: that's the magic this one. This one that's got the autograph. Oh, so when you got a Don Drysdale
0: in blue, That's
1: not bad. Oh, here you go. There we go. Uh
0: oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Sandy Alomar Jr. That's right. Robbie Alomar's older brother. This is a killer fucking... These cards are awesome. Yeah. They're Eddie, not like the old school cards. Eddie, oh, wow. Eddie
1: fucking Matthews?
0: Oh, wow. I remember him from... Uh, Hall of Famer? Yeah, no, but from Home Run Derby. Remember that show on uh, ESPN, yeah. Black and White? They, they hey, used- welcome to Home Run Derby.
1: Honest Wagner will be playing again. Eddie Matthews today. I think they started playing those again during the pandemic because they ran out of... Dude, content. but that's
0: quality content right it there. Like, bro. It was like
1: Korean baseball and then The KBL. Yeah, thank God. Jeez. Blake Snell. Oh, the
0: Snellzilla. Snell-Zilla. He's, S- he's on the bump tonight against Binchy uh Logan Webb. Logan Webb. Hey, Carlos Rodon owns us usually, but he he got smacked around.
1: And Kyle Seager, the cool Seager brother. Not Corey Seeger.
0: I no. thought Corey was better. Look at that, bro. Jesus Christ. Okay, ranking these. What do we like?
1: We like Don Drysdale. Well, we like the colors and right. uh, Jackie Robinson. That's the top card. I mean, Jackie Robinson. I mean, yeah, he, his numbers. You look at his numbers, and it doesn't scream like Hall of Famer. But you got to remember, he you know he came into Major adversity, League Baseball adversity, bro. Well, he fought, Ad- he fought versity, a lot of adversity. Bro. Yes, he did. Well, Ad- but he adversity. also came into Major League Baseball halfway through his his career. Mm-hmm. So a lot of his his playing days were before that. Go ahead. In the Go
0: ahead. Negro League. That's my guy. Don't be afraid. That's what the, the That's what the league was called. I like how you're still like you are white and you're afraid to say certain things. I, I, call me a beaner, fucker. Hey, go ahead. Nah, i am not a beaner. <laughs> okay. What's in that press, box? Press, press press the button and I'll call you a beaner. <laughs> I do have a button. Check this out. <laughs> uh look at that. You go, have a beater th- button? Go ahead and call me a <laughs> <laughs> you mother. <laughs>. Next time I see you walking down, I'm gonna you son of Yeah, you have a...
1: <laughs> I, have a I thought this podcast was cool. Hey, I can so, do that shit all day. So this box. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, what is that box, bro? So
1: I picked this box up today from the post office. A signature. It looks a little tattered and beat up. Well, I, I think I... Yeah, because it's like a used baseball card box. So I bought this off a of dude. <laughs> he lives in St. <laughs> Cloud, Florida. Go ahead. Probably probably smells like
0: bath salts, bro.
1: Yeah, there's some foam in here. Probably
0: got gator teeth in there. Look at that. So I Okay, wait a second. So wait a second. You bought this online and they shipped it over to the post office and you went and you picked it up at the post office because it's required a signature because it's pricey. Baseball cards. How much is this fucking little purchase you made?
1: This little stack of cards cost $3,750. Oh, my
0: God. You would feel so much more complete and compelled if you donated that to the Emo Brown Foundation. Imagine a Matt Seaslack scholarship. I'm donating something more valuable
1: than money. Go ahead. Content.
0: There you are, my friend. Spoken like a true weenie. Okay. How many cards are we looking for in here?
1: There's nine cards in here.
0: You know the cards that are in there? Yes. Oh, so these are specially hand-selected cards. Yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a treat. First up, 1961, Mickey Mantle. Fuck you. Let me see. Let me see what this looks like. Jesus Christ, bro. Smells like white privilege. Go ahead. Smells (laughs) smells like old white privilege. So wait a second. If you're grading this, what are we looking at? Does this matter? When the card is like
1: 50 plus years old, does it matter? Good centering, corners look nice, no creases. that's That's a four, maybe. That's a four? Yeah
0: is that bad or good for a 50 that's pretty good for a 60s card
1: i mean the when the numbers get higher the prices escalate exponentially
0: bro you have a mickey mantle card
1: i don't have a mickey Mantle card go ahead 1961 <laughs> all-star
0: but wait there's more jesus is Christ. this is real
1: though right this is yeah. like
0: like the fake bowman no, or anything. these are these are the legit. real deal holyfield yeah. mickey let me see what the what it says in the back because this was printed in 1962 yeah. Okay. 1961.
1: After 61. The, so th- this was right before his, uh, his because he hit 50 home, 54 home runs in 61, uh, along with Maris hitting 61.
0: That was a great series. That's, uh, that's a great movie for those who don't know. Mickey Mantle's Center field, written uh, by the Sporting News All-Star American League. The switch hitting power hitter of the New York Yankees has been named to the AL All-Star squad for nine consecutive years. Considered by many the most exciting major leaguer in the game, they obviously don't know about Fernando Tatis Jr. yet. <laughs> Mickey won the Triple Crown in 1956, I mean, 52 home runs, uh, knocking in 130 RBIs and batting at a valuable 353 clip. He walked off with the most valuable player award that year. Jesus Lord, bro. This is... Dude, there's an initial on here. Ah! Look, there's an initial right on the bottom. Yep. What
1: does that mean? Dude, people would like draw on their cards back in the day. Fuck that I guy. Would put him in their bicycle, make motorcycle sounds. <laughs> they, they would throw him against the wall and whichever person like was closest to the wall after you threw it won both the cards. Really? Yeah.
0: I remember I had a friend, an acquaintance. Well, you know, when you're little, you don't fucking choose your friends. They're in your class. And if they live close to you, fuck, there you are. They're your friends. Your there, homie. there was this dude named Jimmy. It's Jimmy, Jimmy collected a cards. Oh, he was a big prick, bro. Um, there was a dude named Jimmy live on the bottom of the hill. And his parents didn't let him watch like certain cartoons because it was too violent already. Strike one. Thought it was a weenie for that. But he had a card that I wanted. You he, steal it? No, no, no. We 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 sat down and we set up a fucking trade, bro. He came over to his ha- our house. Uh, with you
1: this, got to kiss your sister?
0: No, nah, bro. Oh. No, we were little, little. That would have been weird. Uh, I think I'm with his friend, his friend Matt Rupert. He lived down the block too, and and he came in to kind of like make sure the trade was on the up and up. There was no funny stuff coming in. He. That's how I got Jose Canseco, the 86er, bro. That's how I got my Dunros. Is that how he called it? My, yeah, Donruss. Oh, now, now it's Donruss yeah. as soon as I jump in the game. Did, did you grow up in Encinitas? What are all these white names? Bro, uh, I Matt, grew up in Benita. Matt Rupert? Yeah, bro. I grew up in Benita, and the Jimmy and his brother Cameron. And he came over and he had the fucking card in his hand. And I had to make some trades. They wanted like probably fucking, I don't know, Matt Latos kind of players, bro. You know, East County white guys. So that's who they like. So I probably gave him an Aubrey Huff or some shit. I don't know what I gave him. I honestly don't remember. Curt Schilling. Probably. But they gave me the 86 Jose Canseco. And I was like, I was in love. To me, that was it. There was no higher. This was the apex of my card collecting years. This was before I, I, I ripped a Ken Griffey Jr. 89 uh, upper deck. I opened the next pack and boom, there was like two more in there. And I was like, wait a second. Maybe this isn't as valuable as I think it's going to be. Crazy times. What else you got in there, bro?
1: 1962. Mickey Mantle.
0: Jesus Christ. It's okay. So Mickey Mantle's car just so, sold for what? 19 million, you said. 12 million. 12 million. 12, 12 six. Million. Yep, 12, 12, six. six. You purchased these Mickey Mantles strictly based on that?
1: No, I mean, I've been buying Mickey Mantles for years and years and years. Jesus Christ. This I Mickey- found the right opportunity to add a few solid examples. examples. Does this
0: motherfucker's game translate in today's game or not? Nah?
1: Uh, yeah, but he's overrated. I mean, he, he's a he's a darling of the hobby because he's from New York. Go ahead. Played in New York, and because he's white. Go ahead. Yeah. That that really is it. Yeah. I mean, he won the Triple Crown fool. Yeah, but I mean, but he's he's not Willie Mays. Go ahead. You know, and, and I mean, and the, the, those numbers inflated by being in that lineup. I that mean, think up. about who hit in front of him, who hit after him. Next up, go ahead. 1957, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> <laughs> Graded 25. 5 Graded
0: 25. 5 That's not a number you'd like to see on there. Oh, yeah. yeah look at those edges. That's rough, bro. That's... Yeah.
1: Although uh, when the cards are that old, you know, I mean, anything over a one, usually the cards still look nice.
0: Rough around the edges. The uh, only rougher around the edges was BJ in the early fucking 2000s in Chula Vista. Look at this thing. 2.5 grading scale. Mickey Mantle, New York Yankees outfielder. 1957. You have a 50s Mickey Mantle, dog. That's pretty cool. That's Impressive, pretty awesome. Huh? Yeah, I, I am. I'm easily impressed,
1: though. Jackie Robinson. No way. Yeah, 1955 tops. Graded a four. A four. That's PSA good, right? Graded. Yep.
0: Oh, man. How much is this bad boy on his own?
1: Uh, uh Graded a four like that. That's like a $500 card. Yeah? Yep. Just like that. You just.
0: What do yeah. you do with these, bro?
1: Throw them in a fucking box. That's it? Yeah. Pull them out every once in a while.
0: And do what? Fawn over them like this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Bro, you have history. You dick, like dick, dick swing. Oh, Jackie Robinson. <laughs> this is how Brooklyn Dodgers, bro. Fuck. Horrible that you were on that team, Mr. Robinson. Horrible. Oh, well. Well done, bro. But wait, there's more.
1: 1958, all-star, Mickey Mantle. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: <laughs> Dude, they didn't even put this in a little screw container. They just put this in like a nope. swap meet Top one. loader, yep. Oh, man. What is this one worth just like this right uh,
1: now? Like 200 maybe. Yeah? 250 yeah. Would you buy a
0: $200 and 50 No. No, just Barry Jasbera says a hard no. Go yeah. ahead.
1: A pair. A pair, meaning more than one. Of 1954 tops, Ted Williams. Oh shit. And Ernie Banks rookie card.
0: No way. Ernie Banks first, you know. Let's play two.
1: Yeah, so that's his rookie. That's his first card ever.
0: Oh wow. How
1: yeah. much is this? And that condition is about a thousand bucks. Just like that? Yeah. I don't like the cut on top. Yeah, a little off-center. Right. But, but but the centering's pretty straight on. The corners are sharp. This is awesome, all. Eddie.
0: I don't think I've ever been more impressed. You know, like, oh yeah, yeah, you you give back to the community. You're, you're a little league coach. You know, you're a father of four. You're doing your thing. You're a successful businessman. But having these cards is awesome. Let me see the Mexican. Let me see the Mexican, dog. Oh, Ted Williams? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Ted Williams' mama was a beater, dog. She was Mexican just like me. That's right. I bet you on the back it says that shit, too. <laughs> Name the most valuable Mexican well, and, in 1946 and 49. And- Look at that, dog.
1: I like how you say Mexican like you, because he really was a Mexican like you. Just like super white. Oh, Lord. Uh, Just a little brown on the inside. You know,
0: hard-hidden Ted Williams. I'm I'm also like him. I have a game today, sports. We're going to do a little softball game later on. Ted is one of the greatest hitters of all time in 1941. This is 1941? No, in 54. Oh, Okay. In 1941, he hit 406, the only time any big leaguer hit over 400 since 1930. He led the American League in homers: 41, 42, 47, 49. Named MVP in 46, 49. He started nine All-Star games, hitting 407. He has the highest lifetime batting average of any active player, and here it shows that that batting average is 348. Impressive, huh? Tony Gwynn 333. So still. Jeez, would this guy's game translate in today's game?
1: Oh, 100%.
0: No doubt, for sure? Yeah. All right. The
1: swing is there. Right, and people say Juan Soto is Ted Williams. Mm, how many
0: Juan Soto cards do you have? A few. Yeah,
1: rookies? Qu- quickly acquiring more. Oh, yeah, Matt. One left. Oh, one more. Save William. the best for last. Okay, who is not it? Not graded, not in the best Jose mid- Canseco, 86 Donruss. <sighs> Soon, I'll bring you one. <laughs> 1953, okay. Willie Mays. Oh, shit. Bro. This is amazing. It's not even his picture though. It's like a drawing. It's like a painting. Yeah, yeah. That whole series, they're all painted. So that, that one's like $1, fifteen hundred bucks.
0: One of the big reasons the failure of the Giants to repeat their pennant. Oh man, some person. Oh, it's Willie Mays' signature on the back. You're aware of <laughs> some, Willie Mays' signature? Some dick. Some yeah. dude just wrote all over the back of this card. Some dick. Rookie of the year. Bah, 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 bah. Um, you may recognize him as Barry Bonds' godfather. The say, hey, hey kid. kid. This is impressive, Maddie. I don't. I don't know where you go from here. I don't. I don't know where you take it from here in your collection. This is pretty impressive. Uh, moving forward, I think we should sit down and every week we we the last portion of the segment is we just rip some cards and talk some shit. I think. I think that could be pretty much the whole show. In all honesty, you know. Just but rip and enjoy. Yeah, Maddie. I look forward to the Wax Pack podcast.
1: Good luck on your game tonight.
0: Yeah, you too. I heard you're going to be a keeper.
1: Maybe. Yeah. F- fronting the soccer portion of people the don't emo brown empire emo brown
0: a podcast a social club an athletic club and a foundation we see the foundation in action a lot podcast sin duda it's there the social club they're everywhere the athletic club doesn't get a lot of shine doesn't get a lot of attention and, and
1: it recently went from a uh one one trick, trick pony, pony go ahead to a two-headed mm. uh two-headed what three-headed my friend Oh, what else we got? Well,
0: on Friday, we're flying up to Vegas on Thursday. Uh, Gus, you know, BFF Gus, he is a black belt, highly touted, respected fucking black belt jiu-jitsu practitioner. He's a jiu-jitsu player, a jits player. Yes. He has a tournament, the Masters tournament on Friday. So you better believe. Older dude. guys, right? Yeah. Like, yeah Bastards, but, but yeah. Shit, the, the big wigs and tough right. guys. I'm excited. I'm just going as this corner guy. So I'm going to just be there doing live streams and whatever and just Damn. checking them out. It's going to be... I'm saying, oh, and well, you're leaving. You're and leaving. he's probably
1: yeah. the only guy that is not on, like, HGH and shit. Probably. My dude,
0: Gus, it's... To a fault, he's just it's a hobby, dude. He's a very straight, narrow, and he handles everything. He's a he's a family. He's one of us, bro. You know, he's he's a douchebag like the rest of us. But yeah, he takes this shit very seriously. He's a very serious man. The way you are about your card collecting, my dude, is about his golf. He's about his athletics. Pretty much all those things.
1: So, is there like a emo brown
0: jits club? There is, my friend. There, yeah. there we're we're getting a what is it? The gi patches that we're going to set up. You know, we're in contact. We're in con converter communications. Talks? Sure. We're in talks. Discussions. We're in talks and discussions with a certain uh, company of geese that is pretty popular. I don't want to say it yet because it's we're still like, you know. Show your role. Yeah, go ahead. Trey and uh, we're going to make uh, 50 geese and they're going to be the emo brown line. That's going to bring your ass out of retirement, my friend. That's the one that's going to bring you out of retirement. Plus, Gus says he wants to set up mats in the warehouse. He says, yeah, we you know with the approval of, because uh, he, he, he trains at a, South Bay, what is it called? The Gracie Humaita Jiu-Jitsu. So, like, you know, this is fucking very highly touted and very respected. Brandy says, if they give me permission to teach you guys and to just kind of instruct and coach, I'll bring the mats in here and I'll be more than happy to teach. I like, that's the kind of environment I'm kind of looking for, you know? I think you already brought the mat in here today. Oh, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Wax Pack Sports Card, Wax Pack Podcast, The Mat, Matthew C. Slack. Pay attention because we got a cool shit coming up in the future with Maddie and, and all these cards and all these hobbies. You saw all these motherfuckers. They got excited. These guys were just here kind of, oh, what you got in there?
1: What's going on? Oh, you want some? It's going to be cool shit, man. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug.
0: If you're 35 and older and you like video games, cards, and all that shit, drinking whiskey, smoking weed, doing all the cool stuff, stay <laughs> yeah, we, tuned, man. We,
1: we, got a, we got a hand raise over there. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much.